0: Welcome to my COVID diary. My name is Andrea Hardacre and this is my COVID diary. Like everybody else worldwide, I'm trying to get to grips with a whole new lifestyle during the Corona pandemic, and I decided to chart my journey here. March twenty sixth, twenty twenty. So I'm a little late with today's diary. It's been such a mixed day that I needed time to gather my thoughts. There's always that little fear at the back of my mind that the diary gets too difficult to listen to as we go through this time together. We're all craving something light and fun. So I'll start with the positives. I woke up to brilliant sunshine today and a world that's fallen silent. Silence is something quite rare these days. Don't get me wrong, there's still plenty of drivel online, but thankfully we're not at the stage where we have to listen to it. We can choose not to read it, and I have. Usually at this time, though, there are cars rolling past, people moving about, music coming from somewhere, voices carrying on the wind. I don't mind that particularly, but I do think the silence somehow changes the atmosphere. A bit like when it snows and the entire world seems hushed. It could all be in my head, but the air feels somehow purer. I've been working on all sorts of podcasts. I phoned my local bookshop this morning and chatted to the manager about which books could get us through this crisis. I love reading and I love independent bookshops. I know some of my local shops are struggling and felt it would be nice to connect with people via a shared interest. It was an interesting chat. Light reads are on the menu for most people, but obviously people are taking time to learn new skills. Cooking gardening, and languages, apparently. I think it's fascinating how reading choices reflect what's going on in society. I'm pretty sure that the credit crunch gave rise to a lot more ghost stories being written. Booksellers know a lot more about us than we realise. So the interview went well, and that was really nice. But what was even nicer was this. At the end of the call, he said to me, Thanks very much. I enjoyed that. It's the second phone interview I've done that solicited this response. The other one was with a mental health organisation for a radio show I'm working on. Any other time, I might not even have realised it being said. I might not have noticed it, but I was really touched. It also made me realise the importance of human connection, even if it's with someone you don't really know. In the past two weeks, I've taught myself a whole load of new skills, recording phone interviews with good enough sound quality for radio being just one of them. I've surprised myself, but please don't ask me to explain how I'm doing it. I treat every new skill in life the way I treat driving. I learn the route and never, ever falter from it, even if there's a far quicker way. Instructions, especially for technical things, are another one of those things that I struggle with. I had a barium swallow recently and had the radiographer in in stitches. He asked me to put the cup in my right hand and take a drink. Yeah, that took a little bit of time. Then he gave me a series of instructions about when to swallow and how to swallow. I had to say to him, I'm really sorry, but can you say that again very slowly? Because I wasn't really listening. That said, I often think firms should employ me to write their instructions for gadgets or DIY. I mean, who is it that actually put these things together? I can never understand them. I'm pretty certain I could break it down into very simple steps. I'd colour coordinate the wiring for a start. All my recording has to fit around family have to get up early and hope the dog doesn't fart in the background there are many failed attempts and a few swear words along the way today when the kids got up they discovered new skills too housework I mean proper housework my other half sent them chores starting with the words and this is not a five minute job my house is sparkling Joe was on kitchen duty and so I talked him through making some soup. It was fun, apart from I'm not overly keen on drum and bass and techno. Joe has a tendency to make more mess than he's clearing up, but I have to say, the boy did good. I've moaned my head off about cooking and cleaning over the years, but it's those tiny things that are actually helping me right now. Taking my time over things and just concentrating on something that small can stop the kind of thoughts I'm about to share with you. Why share them at all, you might say? Well, this is a diary. It's a reflection of my thoughts. They're not always positive, but sometimes writing things down can help. So as the day wore on, it got a little more difficult to stay upbeat. The death count rose by over a 100 in one day in the UK. There were reports of NHS workers being coughed at or having their badges stolen. Really? And financial worries began to rear their ugly head again. On the surface, it seems like there's a lot of support out there. Some banks are scrapping unarranged overdraft fees. But let's not forget, they're also increasing overdraft interest rates by up to 40%. This is going to bite further down the line. I'm not brilliant with numbers, but I know enough to realise that we do need to be wary. Remember when we taxpayers bailed out our banks during the credit crunch? Financial packages are coming, but again, I can't help thinking these are loans or holidays, and it worries me how much debt people will be taking on, us included. There are other niggles too, police drones and roadblocks. I understand that we don't want people moving about, but two people were stopped for walking their dogs because they drove to the location they wanted to walk. I've got a dog. We often do this. I'm trying not to dwell on it, trying not to be too critical, to put it to one side. It's a difficult time and we have to do what we think's best, especially if you're in the, working in the authorities but there's always that wee goblin inside me that wonders about how much control we're given away. There's been talk of coins and pounds being abolished, which means that every single penny we spend is tracked and, let's face it, monitored. We're already monitored by CCTV and now there are drones in the mix. It all makes me a little uncomfortable. There is also our over-reliance on the internet, Businesses are increasingly going online. Apart from the concerns this brings over social interaction, remember what I said before about the importance of togetherness, I can't help feeling it leaves us vulnerable. What if the entire thing comes under attack? And again, there is that monitoring thing. How many times have I spoken about something with my other half and then an advert appears for that very thing on Facebook? That's not a coincidence. It's happened too many times. This isn't helping, is it? It's probably why I end up writing dark or dystopian fiction. It's probably best kept for fiction. Once again, I come back to how people have responded to the crisis. I have to focus on the positives, those coming together, volunteering, the bravery of anyone who has to go to work, the skill sharing online, which has helped me make and broadcast this podcast. This evening, NHS workers were clapped from bedroom windows or front yards at eight o'clock. There's also been some brilliant comedy. Today's was a photo of duck toilet cleaner turned on its side to resemble an actual duck and being fed bits of bread. It's silly, but it's fun. It's enough. Last night, the open mic I usually attend had some brilliant clips too of people sharing music online. And music will always bring joy. As I said on Facebook last week, we won't forget those who came together at this time. And we certainly won't forget those who chose to respond in a different way. When this is all over, those people better hope their money is still worth something because frankly, their reputation is in shreds. And I, for one, will be going to great lengths to ensure that not one penny that belongs to me lines their greedy pockets. But enough with the negative. I've dug out some old children's stories, things that I wrote for my kids when they were young, and I've decided I'm gonna record them, maybe put some sound effects behind them and see what happens watch this space.